Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hey, real quick, before we get to this episode, I wanted to let you know about a free resource I have for you called Clear Your Clutter. It is a simple guide that will walk you through how to start decluttering in your home, especially if you are a mom and you have limited time, limited energy. And what I teach you in there are some common decluttering mistakes to avoid and how you can make the most of small pockets of time and energy that you do have as a mom trying to declutter. I give you three essential components of a decluttering plan that actually works for you that you can start and finish as a mom so that you can figure out exactly how to get rid of your clutter once and for all. I give you my best tip for reducing the amount of laundry, dishes, and toy messes that you have to clean up, and you can implement this in your home immediately. 
I give you a bonus just-in-case clutter workshop, which is a guide to getting rid of the things that you keep because what if I need it or I want to keep it just in case I need it, as well as a simple checklist to help you declutter some tiny but mighty and impactful spaces of your home all about 15 minutes or less. So that is a free guide that I have for you. You can get it in the description of this episode or you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash clutter free and you can get that guide. If you do get that guide, you will also be added to my email list and I will be sending out a lot of holiday clutter and simplifying tips and decluttering tips for the holidays if that is of interest to you. So you can get on that list as well as get an offer for my mini courses, Toy Decluttering 101, Clothes Decluttering 101, and Paper Decluttering 1. So I know that's a lot. That was all at once. But all you have to do is go to the description, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash clutterfree. The link is there for you, or you can just type it into your browser and go get it there. I would love to get to support you in this way. The podcast is amazing and great, and I love to speak with you here. Signing up for that gets us to connect on social and email, which makes this feel a lot more like a community and gives me a chance to get to know you as well. So I would love that. I think you'll find it very helpful. Let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. I'm a mom of five and I help you declutter your home and simplify your life. And this, these last several episodes towards the end of 2022 have been pretty focused on the holidays, gift giving, gift receiving, um, how to have conversations about gift experience, like the experience style gifts and what you really want as a family. And last week's episode... I shared some ideas on what experience gifts can actually look like for you because it's, you know, sometimes for a lot, especially these generations that we are in right now, it's kind of a new concept for people. Like for my, you know, my kids' grandparents or my parents, they're used to just giving pretty mainstream consumer style gifts. And so the gift of experience is just kind of confusing. So go check that episode out if you want ideas for experience gifts. And then I told you last week that I would share, have an episode with you on conversation starters about the gifts that you will receive and the gifts that you will be giving this holiday season or that you won't be giving and that you would like to not receive, right? Because these are challenging conversations to navigate for a lot of people because it requires us as women, okay, as women and mothers who historically, I'm not saying it's true for you and true for everybody, but historically we have been taught to just accept it, just deal with it, don't rock the boat, don't make requests, don't like <laughs> don't communicate your needs, right? Historically, that's what we've been taught. And we are undoing that. And so I wanted to come here and give you some support in opening up conversations to ask for the things that you want with kindness, with respect, and still, you know, communicate what you need without, you know, feeling like you're being controlling or mean or rude or whatever, right? That's kind of related to decluttering and simplifying, but it's basically a cultural thing that we are all undoing. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. We're going to start with the conversations about the types of gifts that you would like to receive. And then if you are somebody who is like, I just can't buy 
gifts for anyone outside of my immediate family this year, how to have that conversation as well. Or maybe you just don't want to, right? Maybe it's too much. So here is how I recommend starting the conversations with anyone in your life, whether it's friends, whether it's extended family, even your spouse. So something like this, adjust it for however your conversational style is. Hey, I know the holidays are coming up and I've been planning how we are doing gifts and experiences in our family and our house this year. If it's your spouse, say, hey, the holidays are coming up and I've been thinking about how we do the holidays in our house this year. Can we set up a time to talk about this? So you're opening with, I've been thinking about this. Are you available, right, <clears throat> to talk about this? Let's set up a time to talk about this. Or you can say, can I send you over my thoughts on this real quick and get your feedback? I would love to hear yours too. Okay, so the reason that this works is, and it works with any conversation really, um, not just holiday conversations, but the reason that this works is that you are leading with your experiences, your feelings, and your intentions, and you are keeping it separate from their experiences, their values, their intentions, and you are keeping it detached from any past experiences that you've had in the past. So one thing that I see happening in these conversations is that people lead with, you get us too many gifts, right? Last year, you got us so much stuff and it was so overwhelming and I would like to talk about that, right? That's not a great way to start the conversation because they're going to automatically feel like they're on the defense, right? If you can just say, hey, I've been thinking about this, got a lot of feelings on this and leave out the past so that it just isn't even brought into the current conversation, you'll have a lot more success with these. Now, if you have had conversations about this in the past that have gone sideways, right? Whether it's like, hey, don't get us any gifts. If you give us gifts, I'm leaving them at your house, right? Um, stop getting us the gifts. It's too overwhelming. You never listen to me, right? If you've had conversations that have gone sideways in the past, you can say something along the lines of like, hey, I know in the past, like I was feeling a lot of things about this, right? I was feeling overwhelmed in my home. I was feeling um, financially stressed. Um, I was feeling like you, you know, my boundaries were being violated and I didn't even know what my boundaries were. And so it was difficult for me to try to communicate them with you. And I know that I handled that, you know, incorrectly or I, or I could have handled that better. And that's what I want to do now. I have more clarity in how I feel and I have more clarity in what my boundaries are and what those look like. Are you available to talk about it? Okay. So if you have to clear the air in some kind of way, do that. Just acknowledge your role in it, right? Likely you didn't know what your boundaries were, right? Likely you, you didn't have a full grasp of the fact that you are the gatekeeper of your home. And ultimately, even if they give you a car full of gifts, you are allowed to get rid of it, right? You are not obligated to keep it. So if you've got to clear the air, go ahead and clear the air first. But if you don't, and if you really don't want to, just say, hey, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm thinking about. Can I share it with you? Just in a friendly, non-threatening way. Okay. So open the conversation, set up the time to talk with them, ask them if you can just send over a quick thoughts real quick, and then share your vision and your desires. Okay. So don't tell them about all of the things that you hate, right? Don't tell them I hate opening up all these presents and then having to figure out where I'm going to keep them in our house. I hate getting things with a million pieces that get thrown all over the house and I have to ultimately clean up and then nag my kids about. 
I hate that, right? Don't do that because they're not going to know what to do. They're they're going to, again, feel like they're on the defense instead of feeling like this is a mutual conversation about how you can work together. So share your vision and desires. Say, I would love it if this holiday season we got to get together, bake cookies, watch movies, enjoy each other's company, maybe have some simple gifts that we can do together. Maybe a family, you know, a family gift, like a board game, a board game attached to scheduling and sticking with a monthly game night as a family, right? Um, just whatever it is for you, right? You you likely have a vision of what a holiday can look like in your family. It's drinking hot chocolate together. It's baking together. It's building forts together. It's going ice skating together. Um, share that with them and your desires for how you want it to feel, right? Because you know that in the past, maybe it's felt stressful. It's felt like a boundary violation and you know what you don't want. Now it's time to communicate what you do want and then ask them what they think about it, right? So say, you know what I've been thinking about? You know, normally we get together, there's a tree, there's hundreds of gifts under it. Everybody's like passing around all this stuff, very overstimulated and that's fun, right? And it's exciting and it's also really overwhelming, right? Sometimes like I just think about what if we just met at somebody's house, came together dressed in our pajamas and drank hot chocolate and watched movies and had, you know, little tiny experience type things that the kids can do together, whether it's Play-Doh, if you hate Play-Doh, sub it with something else, right? <laughs> but something we can do together. Doesn't that sound amazing? Doesn't that sound so fun? Um, we just ate dinner together and, and, and did it that way. Um, what do you think about that? And of course, insert whatever it is that your desire is, your desire and your vision, and just say, what do you think about that? And the chances are that if you invite them into that beautiful vision that you just shared with them, they're going to be like, that sounds amazing. Like, what do we need to do to make this happen? Right? So invite them in by just simply asking them, what do you think about that? Right? Or have you ever thought about that? And assuming that you have, you know, a, a somewhat healthy relationship with these people, right? it's going to go well. They're going to at least like understand where you're coming from and your desires and they're probably going to want to get on board, right? And they might even feel relief because you're the one initiating the conversation about this, right? And they're like, oh my gosh, that sounds so much better. That sounds so much simpler. I could save so much money doing it this way, right? And if they don't, if they're like, I hate that idea, that's okay. Because at the end of the day, you cannot force people to do it how you want. Okay, if you are telling them like, we really just, you know, don't want to do gifts this year and they still give you gifts, you are still the gatekeeper of your home and you do not have to keep those gifts around forever. You are free to let it go if it's excessive or if it's just not within your limits. And based on how they respond to the conversations that you have with them this year, you use that as data for next year. So if they're like, I hate this idea. I am getting you and your kids whatever I want to get them, right? Like they're my grandkids. I get to get them whatever I want. Then you get to take that information and decide what you're going to do with it. Maybe that means not going to the Christmas event, right? Maybe that means saying next year, we're not going to be doing this, right? Next year, we're going to be doing this the way that we want to do and we'll be hosting it at our house and, and that's how it's going to go for us, right? You can take the information that people give you based on the conversation that you're having with them and make decisions based off of that. Um, 
you are always in the driver's seat, right? You can always choose to participate or not. And it doesn't have to be a, well, you never do what I want to do type of thing. It's just like, hey, we told you what we were going for. We told you the type of experience that we wanted to have. We told you what that looked like. We made requests to you. We asked for your feedback. And ultimately, you know, we just want different things, which means that we need to celebrate separately, either this year or next year. Like we've got to separate separate or celebrate separately because we're not on the same page and you deserve to celebrate the way that you want to celebrate. And we deserve to celebrate the way that we want to celebrate. And that's okay. You know, we'll still connect. We can still stay in touch, but this is what we're wanting to do. And it's okay that you don't want that for your, you know, that you want something different. Um, is I think that's a pretty good approach. It might be that you have the conversation this year about what you want and you decide to go through with whatever it is that's already in place this year and then do it differently next year. That's okay too. Um, just know that you deserve to celebrate the way that you want to celebrate. And so do they. And if it is ultimately like it, you have to put a boundary in place, then say that too. Say, you know what? We've asked you this before and you really just don't listen to this. And that's, you know, you have your ideas of what you want to do, but we're not engaging it anymore, right? Especially there are a lot of moms in the motherhood simplified community who have family and friends who just seemingly purposely go against their wishes and continue to get them way too much stuff. If that is you, you are allowed to say, you know what, we are, we're just not participating this year. We're just not going to do this because we've communicated to you before that it's too much for us. We've asked you to reduce the amount of what you give us, right? We've asked you to just do a little bit less. Um, and it just at this point feels like we are making requests and you're purposely ignoring them and that doesn't feel good for us. So we love you and we're just not going to participate this year. And that is okay too. It's totally okay to have your boundaries and keep them in place. Now, if you are somebody who has in the past participated in gift giving and you're like, I just can't do it this year. I think a lot of people are in this boat where there's not as much disposable income this year due to the economy. And so if you are just in a place where you're like, you know what, normally we do gifts together and I want to have a conversation with you about this and let you know that we just don't have it in the budget this year to give gifts, right? And I want to give you permission as well, specifically you, the listener, permission as well, that maybe it's not a financial budget that you're pulling from. Maybe it's a time and energy budget that you're pulling from. Maybe you just don't have the time or the energy to go find gifts for everybody. That's okay too. There are more than just financial budgets, okay? If it's a money thing, be honest and start the conversation with people and say, you know what, this year, I just wanted to let you know, we don't have the extra money to do gifts for everybody. And maybe you decide that, you know, you want to do a, a group gift, right? Maybe I'll get you, you know, a, a gift that you guys can do together um, so that you're spending less. Or maybe it's that you're not doing any gifts at all. Or maybe it's that you're setting up a time to come over and bake cookies together, um, instead of doing gifts together. Or, you know, if it is a time and energy thing, you can tell people that as well. Just say, I know we always do gifts together and I really love gift exchanging. I find it fun. I know your kids and everybody, we all love it. But this year is just, it's been a lot for me and I just don't have the bandwidth to do gifts. Maybe it'll change next year, but I just wanted to let you know that this year, I don't have the bandwidth to do gifts for everybody and that's okay, right? 
it's totally okay for you to tell people that. And it's totally okay if it's just like an exceptional year where you're not going to do it. I've had years like that where I'm like, I, I can't do this at all, like whether it's financially or time and energy. And then we've had years where we go really extra with our gift giving because we do have time and energy and we do have extra money. We like to let people know like, it's okay if you're not going to do gifts back to us, right? The, we're not giving you gifts because we expect you to give us gifts back. We are giving you gifts just because we want to. And so I think that's a good conversation to have people with people as well. Just setting the expectation that just because you're giving them a gift does not mean that they have to give you a gift back, a gift back. And then mean it. Mean it when you tell them that. Everyone is relieved to hear that of like, oh, you, I would love to get a gift but this year I really just can't. So be the one to open up these conversations with your family and friends um, to just get it going. I think you'll find that people are really relieved to have you say these things to them and give them permission to either give gifts just because they want to or not give gifts because they're feeling obligated to, or they'll be really excited to get in on your vision of doing holidays differently with a lot more personal meaning. So I hope this is helpful for you. Um, I would love to hear from you. You can tag me in your Instagram stories if you listen to this episode and you found it helpful. I would love that because I love to see who's listening. I love to connect with you. And I would love it if you were able to share this with your friends, right? Share it with your friends. Bonus that if your family follows you, they'll see it on your stories as well. And I'm like, oh, wow, what is she, what is she thinking this year for gifts? Like, <laughs> You can send this to them. You can tag people in it. I would so appreciate that just as a creator, as somebody who's very passionate about helping mothers navigate not only the holiday season, but you know the entire season of motherhood, um, I would so appreciate that. So thank you so much, and I'll see you for next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.